Hello Navigators, how's everybody doing today? Oh, what a nice weekend it was here in Phoenix. We've got beautiful weather. Oh, it's finally starting to cool off. I think that uh, we're over the last of the heat. <sighs> it was a long summer, it really was. Uh, let's see, let's see this weekend. Oh, I had to take Garmin to the vet. Uh, he's got a lump on his throat area, like near where his clavicle would be. And so they had to do a biopsy of that and take a little uh, sample and I'll get some results in about a week. So, you know, oh, it's, it's, um, it's a little bit uh, stressful because, you know, I realize that, um, you know, a lot of times dogs um, get the, the fatty tumors and they're really no big deal. And, <clears throat> you know, I'm, I'm not super concerned about it. Um, but for the fact that I will probably need to get it removed because it it's right in the area where his collar is and I don't want, you know, anything to aggravate it or, you know, make it um, hurt him or anything because right now it doesn't hurt him. So I'm, I'm good with that. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, that is what I did this weekend, other than church, of course. Um, let's see. I am <clears throat> working on training my replacement. I'm not really sure how well it's gonna work out. Uh, you know, <sighs> working with visually impaired people is, um, it's, it's, uh, something you have to, it, not just anybody can jump in and come work at AIB because there is a, um, oh man, I don't know how to say this without being rude, but there's a certain way that we all work together. You know, everybody meshes together, and yeah, there's conflict a little bit, but for the most part, everybody gets along, and everybody accepts each other's faults, right? Especially in the administration area. Maybe not so much in the warehouse, because, you know, a warehouse is um, a different environment, you know, and so, so, you know, people in the warehouse can be, um, you know, a little bit not as, as nice, I guess. And, you know, the way I see it, I think that um, if a person has never dealt with individuals who are blind, um, it's, you have to have the right personality. 
and you have to be patient and you have to be kind. Um, it's, it doesn't always happen. And, and that's a problem. Um, so, you know, I'm saying all that to say this, you know, there are people that have come, come in and, and they work, um, great, you know, they're, they're good to each other. They're good to the blind people. Um, and, and it makes it work. But when you bring somebody in who's, who's, who's got an attitude of, uh, less than tolerant, um, you know, it's not going to work. It's just not going to work. And I, I really, you know, I guess, um, it may not be time for me to leave AIB and I, you know, I, I'm becoming okay with that. I want to do what's, what's best for AIB because that's the kind of person I am. And so, that's kind of what I want to talk about today is work ethic. Um, so several seasons ago, I say several, a uh, few seasons ago, I did a little mini series called Life Lessons with Laura. And I think I'm going to get back into that because you know what? We all need some life lessons. And I have seen and done and been through a lot. And I am here to share my knowledge and my, you know, wisdom with, uh, um, kind of a, a, a different twist because of the whole blind, you know, thing. And so the first thing I want to say is I am not sure why people have lost their work ethic. I mean, as a whole, it seems like, I mean, for example, my, my, um, my job, my position had been open since July. And I don't understand why it would be so difficult to fill a job position. I mean, all of the stimulus money is gone. Nobody's getting any more, you know, um, uh, you know, sti um, not stimulus checks, um, the unemployment and, and all that stuff. That's just, that's not going on anymore. And so I would think that uh, people need a job, but it does not seem to be the case. And, you know, I have... I, I'm proud of my kids because they have taken the lesson that I have tried to show them um, by, you know, 
I mean, Bianca at first, when she first started working and stuff, she was doing, she had several different jobs, little retail jobs or, you know, server jobs or, you know, whatever. And, um, you know, and so she was not um, keeping a job. But now, you know, she's had the same job for several years. She's moved up to management and I'm super proud of her. And it's, you know, the same thing with Tyler. He'd, he'd been, um, you know, doing undercover, undercover, <laughs> under, <laughs> undercover, under the table, sorry, um, under the table jobs and, um, you know, stuff like that. And not, not necessarily holding down, you know, a legitimate job. But now, again, he is. And he's in management. And, you know, it just seems like as they have gotten older, they have been able to kind of take a hold of some of the things that I have tried to try to show them. Um, you know, I don't necessarily, um, I, especially now that my kids are adults, I don't necessarily try to, um, you know, give lessons like, like, uh, uh I don't know how I'm, how to say it. Like, um, like when they're kids, you know, when they're kids, you're clearly trying to teach your kids a lesson. And now as, as they're adults, I, you know, not that I didn't when they were kids, but now more so I try to lead by example. And I feel like the, the, the kids have been able to see, um, all of the things that I have done and all of the lessons I've taught them and they 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 can look at each thing and they can see that every single thing that I taught them I put a hundred percent effort in and every single thing I taught them I taught them to put a hundred percent effort in because you you cannot put in okay wait wait you cannot put in 20% effort and expect to get, you know, your 100% result. It's, it's just, it isn't going to happen. And when you have all these, these, uh, people and jobs and, you know, now you've got people that are making stupid, ridiculous money on the internet and so why hold down a nine to five job when I can just take pictures of my feet and sell them, you know? And it's, it's, it's really sad, you know? It really is. It's sad, but it is, it, you know? And you can't just expect it to be any different. You know, we've had people fill out job applications in pencil 
and send them in. Who teaches you guys this stuff? Like, do adults need a basic class on how to fill out a job application and what to wear to an interview? Like, don't they teach this stuff in school anymore? I mean, well, actually, I should say that I, I really shouldn't be surprised because, you know... They don't even teach kids how to tell time in school anymore. So, you know, whatever. It's just, it's ridiculous, you know? Because why, why would you, um, why would you try, I mean, why would you even bother trying if you're not going to put your full effort? I just, I, you know, to me, that seems like a waste of time. You know, oh, well, I'm just gonna, you know, skate by. Why bother? And so you see all these people that have their, their signs out in the road and, you know, they don't want to get a job. I, I, I've seen with my, well, okay, I haven't seen, but the people in the vehicles I ride in have described to me Fully able-bodied people just standing on the corner holding signs instead of, you know, and that's the thing I don't get is they're standing there holding signs and all these homeless people and it's just sad. But then, you know, I said this before, you can't go past like a little strip mall or shopping center without seeing a help wanted sign. So... Where's the disconnect? Where is the, where's, I, I don't understand what the problem is. If you need money, get a job, right? I mean, and I get it. There are people with uh, preventative disabilities. But I really am tired of hearing people say like, you know, and I, I please don't misunderstand me. I am not unsympathetic to mental illness, to depression, anxiety, any of that stuff, because I suffer from it myself. But I don't know how people can say I'm, I'm too depressed to hold a job, but be able to go out shopping all day. To me, going to the mall is more stressful than going to work. And I, I, I feel like a lot of times with depression especially, a lot of times it's linked to your self-worth. And if you don't have any self-worth, you're not going to want to get up and get a job. But at the same time, if you don't have a job or a reason to get up and, and have that self-worth, then that creates a problem too. And so I really believe that a huge portion of the problem in society is just the simple fact that people do not have a good work ethic. It's, my job is not hard. There's a lot of pieces to it and you have to pay attention and you have to be able to, you know, switch gears at a moment's notice, but it's not difficult. And and so you have to care. 
You know, you have to want to be there. And, and in all honesty, if you're at a job that you just can't stand and you hate going to work every day, that's probably not the job that God intended for you to have. You know, God puts us all where he wants us to be and he's going to put us where he wants to use us, whether we like it or not. And he's not going to put you somewhere where you're miserable all the time, where you're not good at what you do, where it's just a struggle every day, then that's not the right place for you. And you have to be able to pull yourself up by the bootstraps and start looking for another job and figuring out maybe what it is you want to do. And especially people with disabilities, because as it was pointed out to me today, like I didn't already know, uh, we do things differently and we have to go about things differently. And a lot of things that are easy for people to do are not so easy for us. Heck, dressing myself sometimes isn't very easy because I don't know if I match. So, you know, it's, 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 it's a, gonna have to be more of finding your strengths and you know if you can use your vision loss as a strength you can open up a whole new world of opportunities i i mean i highly recommend i'll do a i'll do a, a an episode about this um of infamous blind people you know, we all know Ray Charles and um, Stevie Wonder and, you know, blind musicians, excuse me, blind musicians, Helen Keller, of course, you know, all the famous ones. But I want to talk about people that actually, that make a real impact in the world, real life situations, real life people that are blind or visually impaired and have found uh, found happiness in their work. It, work doesn't always have to be work. And yes, it's harder for us to get to and from a job. And, you know, that's another thing that aggravates me. You know, you have all these people that don't have jobs but could easily just get in their car and go drive to their job where you, then you have, on the other hand, the people that I work with that struggle to get to and from work and still have their job and go to their job every day. And, you know, they, they take pride in what they do. And that's their uh, 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 mission in life, right? That's their thing. And when you're happy doing what you're doing, it's not so much a job, right? I mean, and that's, look, I don't mind my job. I like my job. It's taken me a long time to get as good at it as I am. And it has taken me a long time to um, uh, build relationships with the people I have built, built relationships with and... You know, it's not anything that comes easy, but I enjoy it. And so I feel like 
if you if you don't enjoy what you're doing, you're going to think of any excuse not to do it. And if you've got a disability, there's an easy excuse right there. But instead of just having that excuse in your back pocket, how about if we just, you know, stuff it aside and figure out what it is we really want to do with our lives. Instead of having these little piddly jobs that we don't really want and don't put our effort into and don't care about, you're not adding any value to the company you're working for. You're just there to collect your paycheck. But are you really earning it if you're not putting in any effort or even, you know, giving a crap? You know, isn't that, I mean, I feel like if I go to work and, and I don't do the job that I was hired to do, I am stealing from my boss. I am stealing from the company I work for. Now, granted, in some jobs, like in my job, you can't just make up work. If there's no invoices to pay, there's no invoices to pay. But then, you know, why, why not find other things to do? I go help in other departments. You know, if you've got a job like that, and, and you run out of things to do, find other things to do. Find places to help, you know? It, especially if you're trying to get more money or recognition. Nobody is going to want to give you more money or recognition if you're constantly doing the bare minimum and just flying under the radar. Like, why would they? And, you know, I get that Sometimes it's hard. It's hard when we have to put forth more effort. I get that. I'm exhausted by the end of the day, y'all. Just looking at a computer all day long is exhausting for me. It really is. But that's what I'm there to do. I am paid to do my job, and I'm going to do it with excellence. Because... Why not? Just why not? I, I, I understand also that, you know, places have, you know, um, if this is your job title, this is how much you make. If this is your job title, this is how much you make. If this is your job title, this is how much you make. And sometimes, like if you work for the state of Arizona, your job title never gets a raise. The only time you get a raise is if you change job titles. And so... You know, I understand that there's, there's places like that, but does that really mean that you should put forth less effort? I mean, if you were guaranteed your job, the job you do, if you were guaranteed that job for the rest of your life, would you do it to the best of your ability for the rest of your life? Or, or would you just say, well, it's guaranteed for the rest of my life, so... I can just do it halfway and that, it doesn't really matter. See, it's all in your frame of mind. You know, the, you, again, as I've said before, your perspective has nothing to do with your eyesight. Excuse me while we take a commercial break so I can get a drink of water. Very good. Okay. So, you know, when you have... Um, a guarantee it's kind of like um, it's like a car that your parents bought you when you were 16 compare that how you treated that car 
compared to the car that you bought on your own for the first time. I could pretty much guarantee you that you took much better care of the car that you paid for than you did of the car that mom and dad paid for. Why is that? Well, I can tell you why that is. I mean, it's in the Bible that your treasure is where your heart is. Your heart is where your treasure is. They're, they're intertwined. You're going to spend your money on whatever you love. Whatever is important to you is what you're going to spend your money on. And I believe that it's the same with your time. The amount of time that you put into something is directly related to how much you enjoy that activity. Like, let's, um, I hate cleaning my bathroom. And I do a thorough job, but I'll tell you what, I do it as fast as possible to get it done and over with. Because I don't want to do it. I don't like it. Eating ice cream? I like eating ice cream. I'll do that real slow and savory, right? And, you know, I realize this, it's very different things, but the principle is still the same. The things that we enjoy are the things that we spend more time at, we take better care of. Um, you, when you have all these things that are just given to you, it is not nearly as important as the things that you earn. And the things that you earn should, by the time you're my age anyway, outweigh and outnumber the things that you're given. You should be willing to earn every single thing that you have. There's no excuse for being sloppy there's no excuse for doing things halfway. And with all of the technology that there is in the world, I mean, we have blind attorneys, blind massage therapists, blind chemists. There's just, there's blind people everywhere. There's not very many jobs out there that cannot be done by a visually impaired person without a little bit of assistive technology. There just isn't, and I intend to lay that out in future episodes, so I hope you'll be tuned in. And if there's anything that you want to know about jobs, people, um, you know, how they do the things they do, let me know. Uh, get on my Facebook, uh, Navigating Life with Laura and Garmin. That's Facebook and LinkedIn. And on Twitter, it's at Garmin Navigates. And so just... Keep those things in mind and, and do everything that you do to the best of your ability. Do it with excellence and just don't be sloppy. Give yourself a good reputation and confidence in knowing that you're doing the best you can. I promise it'll change the way you look at things. All right, guys, until next time. Again, do your best, be a blessing, and let's just make a difference and, and show a good work ethic. All right, guys? All right. Take care. Toodles.